Hey, this is uh, John and Jeff here. I'm Jeff. He's John. Um, and we like to get together and have discussions. So we're going to we're gonna decide we're going to start recording our discussions. And John's a preacher's kid, and I'm a preacher, and uh, I have kids. So uh, we're... <laughs> John came up with a good title called uh, "On the Other Side of the Pulpit." So we've we've uh, this is the other side of the pulpit, and uh, um, we're going to talk about. We just have these biblical discussions. We want y'all to be a part of it. We're going to pray real quick. Dear Lord Father, we thank you so much for everything you've done in our lives. Lord, we ask you to open our hearts and minds up so we can learn about you. Father, I, I ask you to bless anyone who listens to this podcast, Father, to give them what they need to, to grow in, in their faith. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, John, what you got for me today? What's your, what's your theological question of the day? I'm about as theological deep, deep as Chattanooga River. Depends on where you're at. <laughs> this is true. Which goes back to a story that I'm not going to get into. But what's up with all the translations? Which one are we supposed to follow? Why are they so different? I don't know, John. I was I was reading the, just the other day where they said that that uh, some of these translations are actually um, trying to do away with some of the scripture. But the, but one of the, the the one of the things they said was. In the ESV, Matthew 20, oh my goodness, 20, 17, 22, or 22, 17, or something like that is not in the ESV. And it's not, the, the script, the verse is not. But the same verse is in Mark. And uh, um. So I'm not sure that they're trying to do away with the scriptures as much as that. There's a few things that because of translation and because of of the uh, fragments of pieces of of the old scriptures that that uh, there's some that have que- there's some verses that have question marks. But what what do you think about the the, the well, different I, versions? I think a lot of it, and, and we're gonna get we're gonna. You don't know this yet, but we're going to jump off into this too. I think a lot of it's got to do with the fact of how we change our own language. Uh, I think so too. I mean, it's it, the Word of God's the Word of God. When it was when He gave it, it hadn't changed. Mm-hmm. But yes. if if you look at how we changed the, the the way we speak within the last what how long has this country been here? Two hundred and something years now. Mm-hmm. I mean, from from the time that they wrote the Constitution that says there should be no influence of the church in, in interference between the church and the state, mm-hmm. the words of the Constitution as it was written has not changed. If you look at the words of the Constitution, you can see that Thomas Jefferson and the other the other founding fathers, so to speak, were actually. Uh, they, their beliefs went in there. And Thomas Jefferson, I don't know if you know this, is deist. Oh, yeah. And you yeah. can tell that yeah, because of the way he writes. And if you know anything about deism, you can, and that, then you know that he was a deist. And that's, uh, and you can see it in the Constitution. I guess if he, was, if he was atheist or something, you'd have seen that in the Constitution. But thank goodness our founding fathers um, 
believed in God. Yeah, of, of whatever. I'm not going to say whatever description they think they were, but whether they were, were you know, triunist or deist, they still believed in a in an Almighty God right, that, that yes. ruled over all. Yes. I mean, even George Washington had things that were different, you know, different beliefs and stuff yeah. like that, and and they. By definition, were they Christians? Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know. I wasn't around to see their fruits. I don't know. Don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Hey. I don't know. So, I, I'm, what I'm saying is, is they recognized number one that we had a Creator. Well, yeah, you're right. And He's God. Period. Now, and here's something else. Just like you can see the the language in. The Constitution, you can see how the United, the, how the Bible was written, and we try to make the Bible written in 2010 or 2020 yeah. or 2001 or, or 1987. Yeah. Um, you know, we try to make it written in our lifetime, but it was not written in our lifetime. It mm-hmm. was written way back, 4,000 years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, 2,000 years ago, it was written. The New Testament was written between 60 and 90 A.D. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And um, that's when the New Testament was written. And, uh, you know, the language and the terminology that they had, if we don't change it to our terminology, they, people don't understand it. People can't get it. Um, well, and, and not only that, it's, it, I don't think it's so much as... Uh, is is understanding it or getting it, but yeah, I, I know a couple of pastors that have said that that's one reason that they don't use King James anymore. Yeah, it's because people don't. And why don't they understand it? It's because they don't take time to dig into it. They want to come in and get entertained and get a little short, brief, feel good, uh, inspirational, pump you up, give you a shot of vitamin B twelve. To make you feel good for the next week. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people are. And a lot of people don't take, you're right, they don't take time to study and then they, and, and read. And, and it's, it's, they don't go to the Creator to try to understand the Scripture. They try to understand the Scripture on their own. Exactly. But, but you know what I found out? I, I, I found out that if you study the book and ask the Creator to show you the book, He will show it to you. Mm-hmm. It's there. It has not changed. It's there. Right. But, but just, just, just like I was talking about the Constitution, what, what's changed is how we look at it and how we interpret it. Separation of church and state when it was really uh, originally written by our founding fathers mm-hmm. who believed in a, in, a, in a God that ruled over all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That has changed. Now it's, it's turned around to, to be folded into to, to, to try to press us into some kind of other belief system which which brings this up it comes into this is what we're practicing today is it just simply systematic denominational religion or is it true Christianity mm-hmm. is when we come together to do what we so call worship God just coming to, to together and I, I saw this coming up and I looked back and I asked a lot of questions mm-hmm. I, I question myself more than I do anybody else right 
is, 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 is all this stuff that we've called worship over the years and that we've morphed into this, is it truly worship or is it just something for us to practice systematic religion? Look, this is this funny you ask that because um, for the people that may be listening to this, set the TV timeout for this, we don't, we don't discuss what we're going to talk about before we talk about it. We just talk about it. Literally yesterday I was riding down the road and uh, was going over to the Flint River um, to um, have Amanda's uh, graduation celebration with family. Yeah. And uh, so I had about an hour drive uh, because I had to make a detour. And in that time, I was thinking the exact same thing. John, listen, I got to that. I said, you know, people will get into church and they'll jump up and down and they'll shout, they'll run the aisles, they'll run around, they'll flop, you know, certain denominations will flop around on the floor and, and uh, you know, they, they um, uh, uh, certain denominations will, will uh, um, claim they're speaking in tongues. I'm not going to get into that argument right now. Um, they do that on Sunday morning, but during church, but the rest of the week, they don't have the same God in them. There's no consistency in what they're doing in their life. You, you know, I mean, does that make sense? Not only does it make sense, it just absolutely, it, it, just to be part, it, it, it terrifies me. You know why? Because yeah. I see me doing the same thing. Now, don't get me wrong, I have people. I have people that call me up when something great happens, and he, and, you know, and tell me stuff. But I wonder if, when they're sitting in a restaurant and somebody comes up to them and says, "Oh, I heard the best sermons yesterday," or "God loves you," or something like that, if they don't jump up and down and shout and run around the restaurant, they don't. They don't. They and don't. So worship has become something one thing on Sunday morning and something else somewhere else. And you and, see them at a football or basketball game, and they're doing the same thing. Or a baseball game, which, you know, which has confused a lot of people. Which thinking is that's worship. Yeah, absolutely, and I that's mean, not worship. I I worship God. Well, let me let me go back to to what when I talk about me worshiping God. When I'm alone with God, I'm not jumping up and down and running up and down the aisles. I'm with God. If that makes sense, when I'm preaching, there's times um, that I don't know what that. Like um, one time I was preaching at a church, and it, the the uh, floor was on a slant coming down, so that so that people could you know in the back could see other people in the front, which makes sense because you know all the tall people sit in the front and all the short people sit in the back. But a a kid dropped a marble and they and it was hardwood floor and it bounced and rolled all the way down the front. The kid gets out of the pew in the back, walks down to the front. And this kid's probably you know three or four years old, five years old, um, and uh, walks down to the front, gets his marble, walks back. When he's walking back, his daddy and mama get on. You know they don't like discipline him right there but they kind of give him the evil look and just and like point to sit down and and to to not be playing like they he was he was a kid that nobody really cared but they were trying to teach him they didn't like overdo it or anything but they're like you need to behave kind of thing i never knew that happened because me and god (laughs) were in that pulpit together 
You understand? I do. I Me do. and God were in that pulpit together. I do. Um, there's been times where I've been distracted, but for the most part, me and God are in that. And when it's when it's me and God, I don't care if I'm in a room full of a million people or if I'm by myself. I'm with God, and I I worship the same. When when uh, I uh, I I love bush hogging fields. I would do it for a living if it paid enough, <laughs> because I'm alone with God and can't nobody talk to me. Yeah. And so um, I think you've got people out there that are playing church and playing religion and playing this and playing that. But the closer I get to God, the more I'm consistent in my life. Mm-hmm. Like I don't, I never have been jump up and down and run up and down the aisles kind of guy. I've never been, you know, walk the pews kind mm-hmm. of preacher. See. You know, I've never done all that. But at the same time, um, when you see me somewhere else, my prayer is that I'm the same there as I am in church. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, and, and, and I, I get that. Because, see, I was that kid that got up and you would roll the mark. I do it intentionally, though. And yeah. I wouldn't get up and walk down the aisle because I knew Mama would carry me out and beat me outside, you know, in the car. Yeah. Uh, like a, you know, a good, considerate, conservative. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would slide along the floor under the benches till I got down to where it was at. You know, anyway, it's another story. Look, I know exactly <laughs> how you act because I've got a son, and he when he was little, he acted just like you. And, and if that's any indication, Jeff, you are about to be in trouble with that child. I'm telling oh, you. Oh, he. <laughs> he's one, got his driver's license now. One he's minute, on his one own, minute okay? he's he's helping me out. The next minute, I'm over there going, "If I squeeze hard enough, I could pop that head like a zit." <laughs> And but in the next minute, he's helping me out. <laughs> but, but you see, I, I go back to that. I do. Yeah, I go yeah. back to that. Yeah, I go yeah. back to the kids sliding down, you know, get playing. It's it's systematic religion, and I'm telling you it is. It's mm-hmm. what we're taught when we're coming up. This is how you do this. Well, yeah. what I was taught, this is how you do this. And what's being taught to them now in church is this is how you do this. It it's is completely two different. completely different things. And it has nothing to do with what the Bible says that we're supposed to worship. When I was a child, we dressed up. I remember the first time I wore blue jeans to church. Oh, my goodness. My mother was like, no, uh-uh. Yeah, I know. I was, I was like at my cousin's church, and I was like, he, he's putting on blue jeans. I said, what are you doing? He goes, I'm getting ready for church. I said, well, you're wearing blue jeans and a Georgia Bulldog T-shirt. He goes, yeah, no. You ready for this? I I remember I remember being as a child. I remember being at a business meeting, and the topic of discussion was dressing for church and whether it should be women should be allowed to wear pants in church or not. Yeah, and See, that was the topic of the business meeting. Here's the thing, and you ready for this, John? So me and Mike wore blue jeans to church that day, and both of us had on a Georgia Bulldog T-shirt. He actually went over to the dark side. He he's now a Georgia Tech fan. <laughs> I'm, I'm a, I, I'm a pastor, and he's a missionary. He he works with college students, and uh, and I'm and uh, I, I guess I could advertise for him. He campus outreach, yeah. But he's a like a district supervisor, and he is growing his district so much that the the board members are like, "Can you come help us get other 
other areas like your area. <laughs> well, so he's gonna he's gonna be traveling back. He he's expanded from one state to another state to another country, and other and other places are having trouble staying where they're at. Well, see that that right there brings up an, another set of questions entirely in in its own entirety. Mm-hmm. Do do we do we measure our godliness by our numerical prosperity in situations like that? You no. see what I'm talking see, about? See, I'm going back to it don't matter how you dress versus, you know, y'all, and you're, when you were younger and, and you're, what, 13 years older than me, something like that. Something like and, that. Uh, Our when, hair's the same. Color. I know it is. Mine's more gray than yours. <laughs> but you go back to when we were kids and the battle of it was more important to dress a certain way than to listen to the message. Yeah, yeah. And now it's and, and sit quietly. Yeah. And don't disturb anybody else. Right. And please, whatever you do during the invitation, you might interrupt the spirit. You know, don't say anything. Yeah. Don't move. Don't breathe hard. Don't sneeze. And don't do like I used to do and just, you know, cut loose with one. Yeah. I mean, you don't do that. Yeah. Look, I understand manners and all this yeah, stuff like right, that. Yeah, right, right. But but don't go to the restroom during the invitation. There's just certain things that, you know, you were taught you don't do this stuff. Yeah. And now it's completely backwards. It's completely mm-hmm. opposite of what I grew up with. Yeah, oh, um, it, it is. And is it systematic here's, religion? Here's another thing, too. Our parents dropped us off at nursery. Yeah. The parents of today are more of helicopter parents. Yeah, yeah. They don't want to drop their kids off. And, and, and look, first of all, blame them if they're visiting, visiting the church. Yeah. And I've told people, I go, um, your baby is fine in this church. Yeah. And if your baby starts crying, don't you sweat it because don't nobody else care. Yeah. And I've said, and if that baby cries loud, I'll preach louder. And I go, there is no, and we've never had a problem with a baby in church. I just kept going and preached louder. And the parents usually, if the child continues, they'll get up and walk out because they respect other people. And yeah. that's respectful. Yeah. However, um, they appreciate it because they know no baby's going to sit still. Yeah. And, 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 and I, when I'm talking Ain't about baby, have. I'm talking about, you Ain't know, diapers and, you know, kids and diapers. Well, you might as well say from five down because you're not yeah. going to get a five day on sixty yeah, exactly. period. It's yeah. not going to happen. Yeah. I've told them if they, if they crawl under the pews, that just keeps our housekeeper from having a sweep. <laughs> um, but, but you see, the, the, the parents won't, when they don't want to leave their kids in, in the nursery. And nowadays, I can't blame them. I mean, look, you look at some of the, some of the stuff that has come up in in, in what's called churches now, mm-hmm. with some of the people that are involved in you that's know, that's why we do the background check thing and try been, to keep people. Yeah, you know, we, he's been in this church thirteen years and he's been working with the youth ever since, and and he's been doing that since he started. Or she, you know, fill yeah. in the blank. Yeah, you know, I can't blame him. In some aspects, but yeah, with the background checks and all, and see that's something else that we didn't do back growing up. Oh no, you did because you trusted people, right? Which the trust is no longer there. Why? Because human beings are being human beings. Which brings me right back to: are are we are we do we know what Christianity really is, or are we practicing systematic religion? Now, what does that have to do with the translations of the Bible? 
Well, this come out of when I was sitting here reading Romans chapter 10. And, and when you look at verse 3, and, and who's it talking about right here, is God's chosen people, Israel. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, go all the way back to Abraham where, where the God's chosen people and his elect split off and became their own nation. Mm-hmm. What does it say? It says, for they being ignorant of God's righteousness and seeking to establish their own righteousness have not submitted to the righteousness of God. Mm-hmm. Establish their own righteousness. Now, see, you're about to start my sermon this morning, and we're going to have to fight. <laughs> Are you serious? I'm in Galatians chapter 5, verses 1 through 15, I think. I can't remember. See, I've been studying in Galatians, but I've, I've read chapter 5 and 6. So, um, But it's talking about uncircumcised or circumcised and being free and don't use your freedom uh, to, to go back into a yoke of bondage and your free, don't use your freedom to... Uh, to, to live in the world and a little bit of leaven leavens the whole thing, which is basically saying the same thing to a different people. They're saying, don't have your own religion. Circumcision or uncircumcision doesn't matter. If you're believing in circumcision, which was the law, that was the covenant that was made with Abraham. Yeah. You've got to be circumcised yeah. to be a, the, the Jewish people. Have to be The men have to be circumcised. And if you're following that law, then the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ means nothing to you because you've established the law versus that. And then you're, and if you're establishing the law, then if you, as long as you're following these things, then you can do whatever you want to do because you're following these things. Yeah. And the sacrifice covers it. But that's not the case. And so we're trying to... Which fast forwards to today. today. Here it is. Say the prayer. Mm-hmm. Come down front, say the prayer, stand up in front of this group of people and say this right here. Yeah. Give us a testimony in the sanctuary and walk out the door and live like the devil. That's right, exactly right. And, and don't change a thing. Just go and be your human. And why? Because you're under grace now. You can do like you want to. Yeah. No, you can't. The Bible never says that. That's right. When you repent, you become a new person. And and uh, and, and incidentally, Galatians chapter 6 is what I'm going to be working on tonight. And that I know is... Well, see, the the repentant the repentance comes when the grace of God comes into yeah. your life, and you realize that. Uh, yeah. See, see, tonight's talking we about that. Don't don't be living, don't be living like that. You know, and and that see that's what I'm saying. And you go back to the scriptures. We've changed who we are as a people, and we've our language has changed. It's like pride. I'm persnickety when it comes to to words. I don't like anybody to call that pulpit a stage. A stage is where entertainers get up there and entertain. A pulpit is where uh, godly men and women get up there and spread the gospel. Well, and unfortunately, the, a big majority of the pulpits have turned into stages now. Well, and they, people call it a stage, and they, and they get and they they get mad at me or laugh at me when I say it's a pulpit and uh, correct people. But the word pride, if you look in the Bible, pride goes in the way of destruction. The devil had pride. Don't let your pride, and, and so when you're talking about this, and and, and I'm, they call, I'm like the word police, but I'm like if you and they and I've had people go, well, we've changed the word pride. It doesn't really mean you know the same thing as it did back then. I'm going, okay, uh, I took a pig and gave it a bath and dressed it up. I still got a pig. Well, what what did God say when Jesus when when John baptized Jesus to come out of, up out of the water? What did He tell him? 
This is my beloved son whom I'm well pleased, right? Right. Well, they've taken that and translated that into pride. This is my beloved son who I'm proud. See, that's so not what's the, the difference? Same thing. It's not the same thing. And that's, that, that, and that goes back to how we today use our words to retranslate stuff. Yes. Has nothing to do with what the Word of God actually You'll, says. You will be able, when I, when I die, if I live to be 100, I'm 50 today. I'm 50. Well, I've been 50 for most of this year. But if I, I don't either. But if I live to be 100 from about the last 60 years, 70, 65 years of my life, you, you could probably, you'll probably be able to count the number of times that I use the word pride outside of saying it's a bad thing. You know what I'm saying? I do. Like, I do. Because I try my best not to say I'm proud or pride. You know, I'm happy for my kids. I'm excited for my kids, but I'm never proud. Because I don't want them. Pride's want, pride is puffed up. It's yes. like, look at me. Yes. Yeah. I'm excited. My daughter graduated high school. She graduated with honors, and she she was student council president, and she gave a speech. I am excited for her to have done that, but I'm not proud of her because I don't want I don't put her above God or anybody else. I just know she worked hard to achieve her goals. Yeah. yeah. And that's what I so, but. We've changed all these words, and so now when you look at these Bibles, um, they're different things. I started preaching out of the ESV. When I came to this church, when I came to Reach Chapel, I was told to preach out of the King James. But I had a friend of mine that, that filled the pulpit one time, and he got, they said, I understood the verses of the Bible that he read. What, what version? I asked him, and I started reading out of the ESV, and nobody cared. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I don't mind... I read out of the King James, New King James, ESV, um, and um, I've looked at it, and a lot of it, I did the re- the research I found was that the ESV went back to the Greek mm-hmm. and took the Greek and translated it into today's language. Yeah, the King James version went to the King James Version 1611 and revised it. Yeah. But but see, you, you're talking about text right there too. We found so much more text now. Mm-hmm. I mean, you've got different, depending on the Sinaiticus and the Codex and the, the Masoretic text and, in which the, the Greek text and, all, you know, all, all such as that. I've been told that the King James Version is a very, very sloppy translation. Now, why is that? But yet, when you start reading the King James Version, you find how it flows into, and yes, there are words in there that have changed, the meaning's mm-hmm. changed over. Like fear. Yeah. You know, you, you take one group of people, and this is why I'm, I'm, I come up, I, I'm thinking about all this systematic religious religion and do we really know what Christianity is? Mm-hmm. Because, of tran, because not tran, the translation of what we had is King James Version, and I'm not proponent or, or, or detracting from that. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying that when man looks at a word and he reads a word, it's like that you've got to fear God. Well, what does fear mean? See, fear does not need to be mean to be scared of God. Just like worship. Worship is not necessarily running up and down the aisle screaming and hollering and doing all this crying stuff. Worship can be David worshiped both where did he learn to worship? In the wilderness. 
David by himself. There was times that it says that David was sitting worshiping God, and there was a time where he was dancing because he was so excited about what was going on. Which goes back to fear. And there was uh, there was times where he was just when he, he was got on his face under the stars, mm-hmm. looking at the awe and the majesty. Mm-hmm. Of what God had created, yeah. that, that was a that was a fear in and of itself, right there. See, in today's terminology, we wouldn't say fear; we'd say respect. Respect, yeah. It, uh, that would be another translation of it uh, of respect. Uh, uh, the respect of the Lord is is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and understanding. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and understanding. You you look at that, um, and you see that. You don't have to be scared of God and what He's going to do, but you have, you need to respect God. Um, you, you look in Luke chapter 12 and it says, um, um, why do you respect those that can that can kill you and do nothing with the soul? Why don't you respect the one that can kill you and send your soul to hell? That's the, the word used in the King James Version is why do you fear those that can... And, but see, we're... We're not really like I'm not really scared of I'm not living I'm not living my life being scared of, of society going oh, if I don't do this they're going to kill me. But we tend to, uh, but in, in other we tend to respect what other people are doing instead following society. There you go, like the worship part, and we worship in church because we're in church. We don't worship outside because we're outside. And you know we don't we jump up and down in church, but we don't jump up and down outside of church unless we're at a football game or a baseball yes. game. And that's where the confusion comes in about you know. Well, if we, and that 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 right there, what came to mind at that? It made me realize that there is a different, not necessarily translation, but there's a different understanding now of of it says when it says it is a fearful thing to fall in the hands of the mighty God. Mm-hmm. You can fall in the hands of mighty God, and the way it's been presented to me is when you when you do something and you mess up, and you God gets His mighty crushing hands on you and He crushes you. Mm-hmm. Not 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 out of not out of trying to change you or refine you, but He crushes you to destroy you. Mm-hmm. And that's the fear that's been put that has been put into me by preachers trying to control their congregation over the years. Mm-hmm. That God is something that when you mess up, <laughs> lightning bolt out of heaven, and all of a sudden you just go, Poof. yeah, you know. And they, and and we we all know that that God does discipline His children. He does discipline, yes, but He doesn't destroy them. He, he doesn't, doesn't hurt them. He, he makes them better. I, and 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 that's you're right. That people have tried to 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 put the fear of God in people, in the literal fear of being scared of He's going to destroy you. Um, I had I had somebody go um, these churches that put on these um, tribulation yeah yeah, um, yeah things that you know during October there's churches across the country yeah. that put on uh, um, different things about the tribulation and somebody said you know you're scaring people into Christianity excuse the language here but you're scaring the hell out of people is yes what you're doing. and, and I or mean, scaring them out of hell. <laughs> Well, that, that's what I mean. You're, you're trying exactly. to scare hell out, out of them. Of yes, and, and you're absolutely right. But at the end of the at the end of the day, I look at 
the world and where it's going and where it's been going in my lifetime. And that right there scares me. Well, it goes right back to the book. Yeah. yeah. The book is already telling us about it, and we're not taking time enough to read the right. book and understand the book. Mm-hmm. See, to know that this book has all of the answers to everything going on right now. Mm-hmm. It's got the answers. Yep. And instead of, instead of going to the book and depending on the book and what God wrote and revealed to us for all of history, all the way up to the Revelation, mm-hmm. instead of going to that, we've tried to take this and, and conform it and make our own religion mm-hmm. and our own idea of what Christianity is. Which is another reason why the rest of the world has started falling away. Because Christianity has become the default religion. I'm not atheist. I'm not Scientologist. I'm not Buddhist. I'm not Mormon. I'm not Catholic. I'm not um, Hindu. I'm not Muslim. What's another religion they're out there? You know, I'm, 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 I'm at a loss. There's more... But you, you get to that and you go, so I must be a Christian. And that's how the people, because when they look around, and this is sad, when they look around, they see that Muslims are different. Mm-hmm. They mm-hmm. see mm-hmm. that Mormons are different. Are different. Mm-hmm. But they see Christians and they look at Christians and go, well, they're a lot like me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and I'm not talking about in physical appearance. I'm talking about in mannerisms. Now, do I believe that a Muslim or a Buddhist or a Hindu is going to heaven? Absolutely not. Scientologists, that absolutely not. I think they're going to go to hell, and I think they'll be. You know, I think that Scientology was created uh, by the the guy that created Scientology was created to get rich. Yeah, he would never come after me because I don't have enough money. <laughs> He goes after the movie stars and the the very wealthy because they can afford they to go through afford, his program. Yes. Yeah. Um, but you and you look at what the Mormons do, and they they do a great ministry as far oh, as absolutely. feeding each other and absolutely. stuff like that. Absolutely. But the fact that they believe they're they're and this is what a Mormon president told me. They don't have preachers that have president. A Mormon president told me that if you work hard enough. Um, said that this that you will become um a god yeah when you die yeah. you you cut you you go you eventually become a god of your own world yeah and i'm like that that was the fall of mankind dude go back to eve that was the fall of mankind that can't be part of the theology jehovah's witnesses was another one i was i couldn't think of a minute ago but you see you look and see and they believe you can become gods too but but um, according to what I was told, I, I've not studied their religion. I'm basing it on what a Jehovah's Witness and a Mormon told yeah. me. Um, but you look at this and, they, and people go, well, yeah, I'm just like everybody else. So, shh. I'm just like everybody else. So that's what uh, I, I do. Um, and uh, I guess we need to wrap things up because Sunday school is oh about to start. Goodness. It's been 35 minutes. Yeah. Hey, look, John, me and you will finish this discussion later. Um, anyway, this is what me and John do. I hope y'all got something out of it. Um, I hope you really, the, the whole thing is, we want you to think and study God's Word.
Let's pray. Dear Father, thank you so much for this day, for, each, uh, for John and, and for the Bible, for your word that, that touches our heart and fill, fills us with your love. Father, give us a guidance to be who we are every day, all day. Father, we thank you and praise you in Jesus' name. Amen.